On Thursday, October 21st, 2021, the three hosts of Rotten or Righteous sat down to watch the 1961 sci-fi children's movie, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. What you are about to hear is the live audio of that viewing, as they were able to watch the film in its entirety together using Facebook Messenger. We sincerely apologize for what you are about to hear. That being said, today on Rotten or Righteous, we listen to Santa Claus, two Earth children, and two Martians laugh at absolutely nothing for 22 seconds. <laughs> Welcome back to Rotten or Righteous, the only podcast that hears those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. That's right. It's the week after Halloween, so you know what that means. Christmas time. Oh, oh, oh. Christmas uh, is after Halloween. Uh, yeah. We have, you have Christmas, Thanksgiving. Then you have, then, no, what you have is Thanksgiving brought to you by Christmas. Christmas proudly presents Thanksgiving. Um, and then Christmas proudly presents Hanukkah, and then you have Christmas. And you start the countdown to the next one. All right. I think Thanksgiving was only developed so you could be thankful for the gifts that you received last Christmas. I think that was the origin. Ah. I think so, too. And to be thankful that Jesus was born that day. Right. Hey, Zach. <laughs> yeah, he was totally, totally born on December 25th, give or take six months. Um, <laughs> One way or the other. Forward <laughs> or backward. It's Christmas time. And it's going to be super fun for the next few weeks as we dive into just terrible Christmas movies. Now, last year we had our wives pick Hallmark movies. And I gotta be honest, they picked one real winner, but the other three were just, you know, meh. I mean, Borrowed Christmas has got to be <laughs> up there with the most classic Christmas movies ever. So much so that I, I'm planning on redoing it uh, this year because our first take... We are going to watch and, that, right? Oh yeah, we have to because <laughs> the audio is, is terrible. But we're going to try something a little bit new today. First of all, I should probably introduce myself, uh, or introduce the, the people on the show. He must have had some magic in that old top hat he found, because when he placed it on his head, he began to dance around. He's Luke Taylor. <laughs> it's I, Luke. Joe Smith, Mormon Christmas Santa. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid... And Donner and Blitzen, 
but I'm sure that at least 50% of the church cannot name all 12 disciples, and that makes Scott Judge very disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> you know what? That, man, that, that makes me sad, actually. I wonder how true that is. I wonder what percentage of the church couldn't name the disciples but named the reindeer. Well, we you got jingle. You really get the most important things stuck in your head, you know, the things that really matter. Yeah. Yeah, like reindeer. Right. And fantasy as reindeer. For me, well, I'm Zach and I hate Christmas with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm the only I'm the only uh, red-blooded conservative that wishes the war on Christmas just went a little bit further than it did. Oh my goodness. All right. So, this week we're doing something a little bit differently. We are watching a terrible B movie uh that came out in 1964 called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. You know, that holiday classic. And because this movie is in the public domain, we are going to actually watch it together. Uh, for me and Scott the first time, uh, and for Luke the second time in two days because he refuses to listen to instructions or remember what we talk about the week before. I watched this and now I have to watch it again. Mm. Hey, just to throw this in, that was six years before I was born. Oh, okay. 1964? Yep. So without a... Uh, 70? Yep. Oh, look at me, I'm Luke, I can do math. <laughs> Scott skipped Product ahead in the video. Seventies, yeah, I don't know how I did that. Okay, I just restarted it. Are we all on the same page? Say classic Hollywood Joseph movies. Levine. Oh, this song is the best. Hooray for Santa Claus! Jlor Productions. Wow, the graphics. That looks like Mr. Game and Watch off of um. Super Smash Now, keep in mind, you have to actually describe what you're seeing. They, they're not going to be able to see what's going on. They can hear what's going on. Across the screen at this very moment, there's a horrible background with... It looks like it was drawn by a kindergartner. With it a bunch does, of squiggly lines. It kind of looks like the and, floor after a long-haired girl gets a short haircut at the barber. <laughs> John Call as Santa Claus. He's terrible. I mean, John Call is my favorite. It does kind of look like they have this little graphic of Santa pushing around things on here, and it kind of looks like the Michelin Man with a Santa hat on. Mm -hmm. It's it's very lumpy. So if you think about this, that guy is probably in his 70s, the guy who plays Santa Claus. He was born in the 1800s. You want to think about something else? Somebody actually wrote this song. Somebody sat down with the lyrics Santa? and Santy, but somebody Santee. sat down and wrote these lyrics out and were like, we got it. We got the next Christmas shoes, guys. We figured it out. Oh, <laughs> that's this whole movie. <laughs> it's like, hey, why was this made? <laughs> Special toys by Lewis Marks and company. The oh, thing is, original furniture. Has anyone right. else's benchmark just become like... The, the borrowed Christmas is like the worst movie of all time and you evaluate everything based on that. Oh yeah. My 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 new goal in life is to find a movie that is that is worse than borrowed for Christmas. 
I just want to find that one movie. At this time, Station KID-TV brings you the special event of the year, a first in television history. At this very moment, KID-TV has standing by a television crew at Santa Claus Workshop. And in just a few seconds, our special correspondent, Andy Henderson, will bring you a person-to-person interview with Santa Claus himself direct from the North Pole, where at the moment, the temperature is 91 degrees below. What is that thing right there to the right? Those are children in blackface. The Martians are children in blackface. The Martians are children in blackface. Okay, stop. 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 Okay. First of all, I wasn't recording, so I have to say this again. Uh, the beginning of the movie has an announcer from KID-TV, you know, the most respected news source in the world, Kid TV, coming on there. He's like, hey, we have a uh, schmuck up in the North Pole who's dressed <laughs> offensively like a Russian man. He's going to give us a, a, a report. I imagine he's just going to say it's cold. But who's watching this broadcast? Martians. But are the Martians green? Oh, no, they're not, dear listeners. No, they are small children with tinfoil hats on and blackface. Let's get into... I think technically... I get technically in green face, but the cameras back then were so bad that it just looks like black face. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's get into yeah. this report. It's going to be good. I am, I am absolutely sure of it. Ooh, it's cold up here. <laughs> I guess skin like From this fifteen spot, there's only one direction you can go. Newsflash: It is cold <laughs> on the n- North Pole. Living up here is pretty rough. I don't see how Santa Would you stands. Which was there now, Luke? <laughs> Since we've been here, Fahrenheit. we've eaten nothing he but frozen food. 90. At least that's the way it is by the time we get sure it. <laughs> and now, let's take a look, see, into Santa's... So what, You just Santa just allows random random dudes into his workshop? Those are straight-up midgets Hello, playing yeah. the elves. Boys and girls, it's just weeks before Christmas, and Santa and his helpers are that working... That dude's smiling at these elves sure like he wants to eat them. ...for the kids all over the world. Santa's a pretty busy man, but I'm sure he'd like to say a few words to you kids. Hello, Santa. Oh, hello, son. Scott, oh, five oh, seconds ahead. Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, it's Andy, you caught me at a very busy time. Well, uh, do you think you'll be ready by Christmas Eve? Well, we've never disappointed. You know, new Santas today don't smoke a pipe. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like that was uh, must have been back in the days when doctors were recommending people smoke. They're like, oh, kids, grab a pipe, be like Santa. Fashion way with my reindeer. I'm pretty sure by the '60s, doctors weren't going, hey. Four out of five doctors recommend <laughs> recommend Lucky Strikes. But the kids know their names. Santa, there you are. We have so much to do, and you stand here dawdling, talking to this visitor. Mr. Anderson, this is Mrs. Claus. Uh, we're dear. We're on television. Oh, this must have been like right at the brink. This says doctors were coming out against cigarettes, culminating in 1964 with the Surgeon General's report of lung cancer. So, this was probably filmed before that. It's probably why it wasn't successful. It's because everyone knew Santa was going to die of lung cancer. Oh. <laughs> Come along, Mr. Anderson, and I'll show you some of the new toys we're turning out.
How's it going, Winky? Everything is a-okay, Santa. Good man. Winky is in charge of our space department. Ah. Oh, uh, now here, here is the latest toy rocket. Yep. It runs on real rocket fuel. Really? Mm. I've been wondering, what is this strange little creature over here? Oh, uh, Winky a made that. A, okay, That's his okay, idea stop it. Of a stop. A okay. Martian. <laughs> we're explaining this as much as we need to go through <laughs> so we've got this reporter up here we've got this reporter up here in in the north pole the hell we having a great time uh interviewing santa claus and all the little people dressed as elves and uh winky is one of santa's workers who's in charge of santa's space department and his latest toy innovation a rocket ship with real rocket fuel you know what what's next year Tr well, we've just got news that this new nuclear reactor is going to change things over in Chernobyl. <laughs> so now we have, <laughs> this year we have a model of Chernobyl with real nuclear cake. No one's ever got anything, any cancer from nuclear material. <laughs> oh, do you want to hit off my pipe? And then Santa, <laughs> and then the reporter... Picks up a doll that Winky made, and he's making fun of Winky. He's, like, just downplaying Winky's work here. He's like, Winky's an idiot. He made this little Martian doll, but as you can see, it is clearly just a little girl in a cloak and blackface. It's not a Martian. Oh, you know what they say about these little people. Little people, little shoes, little brains. Am I right, Mr. Reporter? I'm offended completely. Winky's supposed to be building rockets. Yeah, what's he doing making Instead dolls? he's building that crap. Why Why do elves... Are elves Amish? Because none of them have mustaches, and they all have very full beards. Wow, I hate to meet a creature like that on a dark night. <laughs> I wonder if there really are people on Mars. Well, who knows? Well, if there are, I hope they have someone like you up there, Santa, to bring joy and good cheer to all the Martian children. Oh, Mr. Anders. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, keep going, Winky. Christmas Eve is coming soon. Now, Mr. Anderson, I want to show you some more things. Wait, no! Okay. So, the reporter... Did Scotty just beam him? I don't know. The reporter just is, like, holding this blackface Martian doll. And he's like, hey, do you think there's people on Mars? And Santa's like, I don't know. I really don't care. And the reporter's like, well, I hope they have someone to take care of them, like you. And then Santa's like, I'm basically a stand-in for God. Like, I am omnipotent and omnipotent. I can be everywhere at once, and I'm all-knowing. Um, I should know if there's people on Mars. But apparently... My power is uh, uh, limited to there. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Mr. Reporter. If there are people on Mars, I can guarantee you they don't look like that stupid doll Winky made. And then, <laughs> and then we have a circular wipe. And we're in a yellow room. A pea yellow room. With the live very, version of the doll just standing right in front of us. <laughs> Winky had a premonition. Either that or Winky was abducted. One or the other happened because Winky knows what uh, uh, the people from beyond look like. So Marvin the Martian was black? What? I'm just trying to figure out if I could buy a 
Martian Santa Claus conquers the Martians doll. And it takes me to some Marvin the Martian. You think this movie has merchandise? It should. The only way I'm I dis- the only way we discovered this movie was going through 47 lists of the worst Christmas movies of all time before we stumbled upon it. <laughs> I bet true. this was number one. All right, let's see. Let's see the Martians and what they do. Oh, hold up! What, what was the Martian's name that was in the uh, Michael Jordan movies? Marvin, the Looney Tune. Marvin was he? Was he black? <laughs> he wasn't really either. That Martian's name is Drop Off. Okay, he's he's poking this man in the head with a pull cue, and apparently this is the funniest thing that Drop Off the Martian has ever had happen to him. And he just touches Stand the antennas. They almost look like they went to the plumbing store and just picked out a couple things and glued them to the side of a VR headset. I'm wondering if those weren't the first beer helmets with just one side. The guy's name, the leader of the Martians' name is Captain Mars. <laughs> well, I suggest you practice doing your work. Where's Lady Moma? Oh, she went to the food pill center to get some new food pills. The children haven't been eating well. No appetite uh-huh. at all. Oh, it's no wonder. They sit in front of the video set all day watching those ridiculous Earth programs. It confuses them. Where are they? Oh, and they're watching Earth programs. So we knew that Earth programs were bad for you clear back in 1964. Okay. Our antagonist... Captain Mars just woke up his the laziest person in the world who somehow works in his house. Not sure how that worked out. A, a Martian named Dropoff with a pull cue that tickled him. <laughs> he asked where some lady named Moma was. She's at the food pill. <laughs> She's at the food pill center. Get this, picking up food pills. Why? Because. <laughs> Kids haven't been eating. Because they've been too busy watching the Earth box. The the TV shows from Earth. Oh, gosh. I feel so bad for these actors. You know, one of those guys are like, I went to Juilliard. (laughs) And now look at me. I wonder what the budget, like, was this like a a movie theater release? Or was this just a somebody's side project. I don't know. It was 1964, Luke, so I imagine the budget was somewhere probably around 73, 74 cents. Cents. <laughs> Say, Santa, what have we here? Oh, These are new dolls. Now, this little doll walks, talks, cries, and she even sings. Almost like a real, live little girl. That she is, sir. That she is. So Santa advertises? All she needs is tender, loving care. Mama, what is a doll? I don't know, Gomer. Hold on a second. The kids' names are Boomer and Gomer. (laughs) (laughs) And Mars does not have dolls. And they're about to say that Mars also does not have tender, loving care. Boomer and Gomer are watching... (laughs) are watching a commercial where Santa Claus is advertising his newest toys. He comes up with a doll that walks, cries. Oh, man, she needs some tender love and care. What's a doll? What's tender love and care? I don't know. What is tender love and care? 
I don't know either. Boomer, Gimma. I told you not to watch those silly that guy programs. Forgot the name now, of one of the sleep. characters right Must there. Must we go to sleep now, Father? I want to see Santa Claus. It was very more. clear that one I of those children's names was Boomer no, and Gomer, and he <laughs> called him Gimmer. Gimmer and Gomer. What? Irrelevant. Maybe if he gave him some tender love and care. What in the world? She's sleeping on like this teepee with just like strings holding up a bed from the ceiling. What, they give him some sleep powder? Is that why they're so miserable? Hello, Droppo. I see you're keeping busy. Oh, I've been working very hard, Lady Mopar. <laughs> this back guy to the here. What's, what's his name? Is the master here? <laughs> oh, he's in there. And Kimar's very angry, too. Kimar, I bought some new food. Drop pills. off. I hope the children will eat. Yeah, food. drop off. We have hamburger, buttered asparagus. Mashed potatoes, and a special treat for them. Chocolate layer cake pills. Momar, I'm worried about our children. So am I. They've hardly eaten a thing in three days. It goes deeper than that. Omar, Omar is in trouble. They don't Omar. care to sleep. I had to use a sleep spray on them again. What <laughs> 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 a shame. <laughs> I almost passed out laughing so hard at that. I'm not joking. I'm so lightheaded. I would give anything to have sleep spray for my four-year-old. If I could shove them in just a little floating tent thing and click a button and they would fall asleep, boom. I would be so happy. Every single night. You speak wisely. I will go. I sure hope the people at home understand what's happening here. Council chiefs, please report. So the children of Mars are obsessed with the Earth programs, and so they decide that they're going to go find some joy on Earth and kidnap Santa. Oh, that's great. Gentlemen of the Council, we will meet immediately at Chochum's chair in Thunder Forest. What's wrong now, Kima? I don't know, Voldar, but I mean to find out. So the main dad guy hates his life. You can see that on his face. He hates everything about what he's doing. And he's called a council of all the high and important alien Martian people. They're all named Gomer, Bothar, Gimalar, Tukar, Farkar, Marmar. Omar, Sudar. Basically, if you have an R at the end of your name, you're good. And the council chamber is in a place that needs some serious dusting, because it is covered in cobwebs. Where's Kima? He should be here any moment. What's this all about? We'll find out when Kimar arrives. We are probably going to seek the advice of Trojan. What does Kimar think we are? A kindergarten class? Can we make our own decisions? Must we always come crawling to that dattering old man? Trojan is 800 years old. You can't dismiss the wisdom of centuries. Oh, good night. I can. Gentlemen. <laughs> I can. Thank you. <laughs> So now the council's going to talk to, to Chochar, the 800-year-old wise man of the Martians, to see what they should do about their children Chochan, not eating their food bills. Here? Ancient one of Mars, I call upon you. Chochum, it is I, Kima, and the council chiefs. We need. Oh, I can't wait to see this. I'm getting very. I'm getting very strong Ten Commandments vibes from this right now. There are definitely some of the acting and like just the, the line delivery are very reminiscent what of all in this the world uh, time period. Is that 
the... It's like an overgrown Yoda, but it's not. That thing looks like a lizard mixed with a mole. Kima, we need your advice, Chochin. Something is wrong with our children. They eat not, they sleep not. Why is he talking like that? Their only interest is watching meaningless Earth this programs King James on the movie. video. What time of year is it now? Oh, my goodness. It's the middle of October. No, no. Not here. I, I suppose we're somewhere in the middle of September, aren't we? Oh, uh, yes. It is early December on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> time he looks like 100 years old. <laughs> that explains it. What is a Christmas? It is a stash. For great joy. What did they get directions they tell this actor? <laughs> I want you to sound like you are having the most constipated boob of your life. Because <laughs> that's what he looks well, like. Let me tell you something. He nailed it! <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> what time? Oh, and then this x lag doesn't work. It's Christmas time. Enjoy. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's Christmas time. And peace on the planet Earth. And for children... Is also a time of anticipation <laughs> as they await the arrival of Santa Claus. His gifts. Bah, what nonsense. Man, what has I this to do with guy. our children, Ancient One? We have no children on Mars. They have children's bodies, but with adult minds. Huh? They do not have a childhood. I've seen this coming for centuries. They are born. Our electronic teaching machines are attached to their brains while they are in their cradles. Information is fed into their minds in a constant stream. They're, they don't have children on Mars? They're just... So what are they? What are the children? Well, I guess they're children, but they've lost their childlike spirit? Well, I would do me too if Maybe? the only thing uh, I've ever eaten was capsuled and my dad puts me to sleep whenever he wants <laughs> using a floating teepee with sleep spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take a hamburger pill, a french fry pill, and a uh, uh, a small uh, diet beverage pill. Yeah, you want to supersize that for another $2? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Mars. Another two quangnar? Quangnar? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh my goodness, this guy, I can't get it out of my mind that he's trying to poo. You know, that wasn't in my mind until you put it there, and now it's stuck you in mind well. You can't unsee it. And the great thing is about his <laughs> voice is even it. though we're seeing a little old man with white hair and a, a white beard, you know, you're not missing anything by just listening to his voice as far as his expressions. Just picture an old man trying to poo, and you've got it. You're basically watching the movie. <laughs> Information is fed into their minds in a constant stream. And by the time they can walk, they are adults. What? He just looked they at the camera. Never played. 
they've never learned to have fun. And now, now they are rebelling. What do you advise? I children must be allowed to be children again. They must learn to play. They must learn what it means to have fun. <laughs> we need a Santa Claus on Mars. I'm so sorry, Luke. The only way... These does is this an earthquake. What in the world? What a depressing existence. What does he do? Go, like, uh, just be frail somewhere else on the planet? <laughs> what you just missed is he gave his advice. The children need to learn to play, and then he just Santa poofed. Claus on Mars? Will we get a Santa Claus? There's only one Santa Claus, and he's on Earth. <laughs> well, I guess that takes care of that. Didn't I tell you it was a foolish idea to seek advice from that old man? This is a serious matter, Voldar. And desperate problems require desperate deeds. Earth has had Santa Claus long enough. Huh? We will bring him to Mars. I'm against it. Our children are fine the way they are. I don't want any Santa Claus bringing them toys and games. They'll start playing and laughing and running underfoot. They'll become a nuisance. I've made my decision. He's fine. We leave for Earth tonight. Ah! Thomas. They're calling out the big dog boys. Spaceship number one. Gonna take him straight to, I guess, the North Pole. I like how they just like throw some old King James English in here, playing underfoot. They eat not, they sleep not, and then the rest of it's, it's ESV. As Luke pointed out last week, there are sure a lot of stars between Earth and Mars that I didn't know about. That's true, yeah. Do you suppose they took like a piece of toilet paper with a fan behind it to make that uh, vapor trail? <laughs> They're flying a TIE fighter, apparently, <laughs> based on their window arrangement there. Sounds to me like they got the sweeps, the bleeps, and the creeps. Approaching projected Earth orbit. Fire! Portside rockets, number one and number two. Portside rockets, number one and number two. <laughs> Fire! Hey, by the way, they're sitting three inches away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> right, with the rockets fired, they both Turn went in different directions. <laughs> yeah. One went to the right, one went to the left. <laughs> That's not well, the North Pole. Of some kind. Yeah, but Santa has a media. I'm uh, telling you, we could make. So that's we, what the Earth. We could make this. Here. Yeah, we'll get back to <laughs> Ohio. We like, will. Look at all those buildings <laughs> above ground. So Why is that New York City or Los City Angeles? One blast of our puree. Yes. Not come here to destroy Probably New York anyone. City. L.A. was. What is Santa big Claus back to Mars? Sixty-four. Turn to fifth bar. Let's see if we can locate Santa Claus. Santa's in New York because he has a media day. He's he got a lot a of interviews to get through. Trimmed with white fur, and he has a long white beard. But there are millions of people down there. It's like looking for a speck of space dust, dust and a comet's tail. Wait a minute. This is great. Hey, guys. Let's just go pick him up. Hang on a second. We're never going to find this guy. Oh, wait a second. There's the guy. He's standing near the entrance of the No, what they see is a Salvation Army Santa ringing a bell. the street. Wait a minute. I see another one. Oh, man. Yes, bring them all back. I'm going to bring them all back with us to Mars? Just one. And with so many, they won't miss one. Poor guy is probably doing his bell ringing for his community service. with a special bulletin. 
An unidentified object has been spotted in orbit around the Earth. The Soviet Union denies it has launched any new space satellite. Oh, good. Our radar stations are tracking the spaceship, or whatever it is. The U.S. Air oh, Force has alerted all defense commands. I imagine the one Santa they're going to pick up is a guy named Ron, who is ringing the bell in what appears to be 90-degree weather in New York for the Salvation Army as part of his, his community service. And he's not going to be able to report to his parole officer on Monday. Uh, and so he will have a warrant out for his arrest once he gets back from Mars. Guess he's stuck on Mars then. Yeah, the good news might is not be too bad. they're going to lure him with a flask of whiskey and a bologna sandwich. Pill. <laughs> pill. Pill. Yes, whiskey pill. Did he Did he just say uh, it's not a spaceship, And but we're tracking the spaceship? No. I guess what you were trying to say, I guess, Zach. He said that it... He said that it's not anything the Russians sent up there because every 1964 movie needs just a touch of Cold War to really bring it home. Yeah. ...has alerted all defense commands and retaliatory units. Stay tuned for further bulletin. It actually kind of does. What is that? It's, what's a, it, it's, a, it's a pizza plate with toilet paper rolls. Yeah, that's what I, was, I wasn't around in the 60s, like Scott. Did they have... Did they have did they have paper towel rolls attached to their uh, radars, or is that just for this movie? I think it's just for this movie. Man, they had the whole army stuff they do in Guam. Just so you know, this is all B-roll of actual. What in the world is that? I don't know, but it's getting ready to go up. That's not even the same shape. We're going to the Martians. Okay, in the in three seconds, we saw three different spacecraft. None of them looked alike, but they were all supposed to be the same thing. What came out of the ground looked like a baby bottle nipple just rising out of a hole in the ground. <laughs> and then in the next scene, it looked like a Concorde airplane. And then in the last scene, it looked like Sputnik. <laughs> As all of the They're joint, launching everything they got. All of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, from the Air Force to the <laughs> to the Army guy, the Navy guys over in the corner like, can I help? It's space, Jim. Get back and you're covered. The Martians are coming. The Martians are coming. Sir, Earth radar beams are bouncing off our ship. Well, it certainly took them long enough. Hold on. Turn on the radar shield. This functioning of radar shield. Ignat, check the radar box. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> check the radar box, and it looks like a uh, box stop freeze. What? All was wrong, Ignat. This is case of drop off. Oh. What are you doing here? Drop off. Well, Chief, I went to the launching pad so I could say goodbye to you, and I remembered. So Dropoff is a mentally challenged Martian who climbed in the radar box and then as he left decided to touch all of the wooden walking cranes that they painted to look like levers in their spaceship. Prepare to land. We'll set down in that field near the lake. Would it shock you that on IMBD, Keymar's last Rotor notable role was Santa conquers the Martians. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. All this trouble over a fat little man. What surprises me more is that they're flying above New York City and they just Here's said we're going to go land bullet. in the field by the lake. The Defense Department has just announced <laughs> that the unidentified flying Central Park. object has suddenly disappeared from our radar. That may screen. be on the outskirts. They believe the object has either disintegrated in space or it may be a spaceship from some other planet which has the ability to nullify our radar beam. We believe it's because a spaceship that may have disintegrated in space or it might be a spaceship. Into action. One or the other. Now the Air Force is getting into all of their planes. 
No, we got F, F, F 16 fighter jets flying off. That one right there is clearly a spy plane. Not really sure how that's going to help in this situation, but I guess when you're going for military B roll, you can't be picky. It's true. You got to take whatever footage they're willing to give you. Okay, there's a 30 second picture of there of a man speaking into a microphone had no audio whatsoever. We just watched a man talking to a microphone. Literally, this entire time that you've been hearing this music, it has just been like Air Force greatest hits from the 60s of airplanes. And it's still going on. Look at that. I mean, isn't that like we're a We're looking at we're looking at another plane. That's like a Pan Am jet. That was two whole minutes of just random B-roll of planes. Oh, friends, what this is is not Goose and Maverick. Fire retro rockets. What in the world is happening now? We're back on the spaceship. Lower landing legs. They're lowering the landing legs. <laughs> They're still lowering the landing legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sixties where all the Dancing scenes crew, are like three times as long as they need to When play. we've landed, Rigna, Voldar, and I will lead the ship to investigate. Hargo, Lomas, and Droppel will stay on board on constant Droppel alert for is the name of one off. of these aliens. You know, it's kind of cool how they were, like, hovering right over New York City. What's that? Well, they had to fly back to Mars. back in deep space. <laughs> they had to fly back to Mars before they could... Hold on a second. The toilet paper plane has landed. So the Martians Excellent. have lowered the landing legs. Not the gear, landing legs. And uh, two kids are listening to the radio, having a great time, taking a little little cold Christmas nap. The Defense Department believes that the object spotted on our radar screens might have been nothing more than a meteor which burned up when it entered our atmosphere. Professor Werner von Green, our leading space expert, is still convinced it was a Martian spaceship. Stay tuned for further bulletins. Billy, what does a Martian look like? I don't know. Nobody's ever seen one. I don't believe there are any Martians. You don't, huh? What was it doing for Martian look right up behind you? I scream. I love, I love people that are consistent. I see a Martian. Boy, you and your imagination. Come on, let's Why? Go. Why? 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 Why did those three Martians run up behind these kids and stand there in a pose, like a Charlie's Angel pose, until they noticed them? And then they pointed guns at them. The landing legs have landed, and now Tom and Betty have just been taken hostage by the Martians. Tom, I got nothing, Zach. I got nothing. This might be Betty. This might be Betty Phils. Who? Who are you? We're from Mars. No. Don't be afraid. We have up. children just like you on Mars. What are those funny things sticking out of your head? Those are our antenna. Are you a television set? <laughs> Stupid <Just>. question. <laughs> Is this what you want to do to our children on Mars? Turn them into nincompoops like these? Hold your tongue, Voldar. <laughs> What's your name, little boy? Billy. 
His name was Tom five minutes ago. And this is my sister Betty. Perhaps you can help us, Billy. We're looking for one of your Santa Clauses. There's only one Santa Claus. We've seen many of them in your cities. Oh, those are his helpers. There's only one real Santa Claus, and he's in his workshop up at the North Pole. That's what we came here to find out. Let's go. Come on, you two. Let me go. Where are you taking us? Leave them alone, Volda. What? And leave them here to inform the authorities? He's right, Kimar. We better take them along with us to the North Pole. What? Very well. Come along. Kidnap has just occurred. Okay, and I, they I, pretty much go willingly. I know They're that just if... Like, oh, okay. I know that if you this take... Morning, two children oh, good night. The news is faster than it is today. The police have found no clues, and it seems as though Billy and Betty Foster have simply vanished into thin air. This appears to be a day when everything is vanishing into thin air. While local police are continuing their search for the missing children, the armed forces are continuing their search for the mysterious object from space. More B-roll. More B-roll of the U.S. Air Force. <laughs> we have an airplane did that start? getting fuel. By the way, did they... So, you as we've been talking about airplanes... All right, Billy and Betty. Nobody's here. Come on in. Now, I'm not supposed to bring you here. The chief oh, my goodness. Drop-off just took the kids into the cockpit. Boy, where the kids at home funny? I was in a real Martian spaceship. Now, now don't touch anything. Now, here. That's the anti-gravity generator. Oh, goodness. And these are the retro rockets. Does this what? light up? They're the oh, retro the rockets? These are the really <laughs> old rockets. They don't work anymore. They're retro. <laughs> They're retro. <laughs> these are the really old rockets right here, Billy Tom. Billy Tom. <laughs> now, it's a felony to escort a minor over state lines. What's the law for taking them uh, out of the planet? There might be a loophole in there, you know? I mean, they it, it might be all right. Are you allowed <laughs> to take them over state lines in a spaceship? Uh, there's another loophole. Now, when you say over straight lines, I think they're talking about going from, you know, east to west. They don't say anything about going up. I bet those three are the ones that end up flying a rocket. I don't think so, because those retro rockets don't look ver work very good. Then we put up this radar screen, then nobody can find us in space. Boy, that's pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah. What's this, Jappo? Oh, that's the elevator signal. What? That light starts flashing when somebody's coming up from the navigation deck. Someone's coming up from the navigation deck. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Somebody's coming up. He is going to lay down with those kids inside of a small box. You put him in the radar box. Droppo needs to be canceled immediately. <laughs> oh, nothing in here to see, guys. <laughs> Man, look at the guns on that guy. They were in Under Armour before it was cool. No, sir. As a matter of that guy's ripped. Just looking in there to remind myself never to hide in there again. <laughs> I bet. Approaching North Pole. Well, they just get back in the ship and they're already approaching the North Pole. I can see Santa Claus working. Yeah, they made it to Mars to Earth in one night. Yeah, that's true. 
I prepare for landing. Margo, lower the, the landing legs. Bravo! You stay aboard and guard those children. They must not leave the ship now. Now or ever. Okay, hold on a second. Now or ever. When we get back to Mars, we're just leaving them on this ship, right? He intends to murder the children. I'm going to eat Spoiler. them. Every time I eat Poor a child, Billy Billy. my mustache grows three extra hairs. What do you mean, Volga? <laughs> if we take them with us to Mars, Santa's disappearance will remain a mystery. No one on Earth will ever know that Santa Claus was kidnapped by Martians. What is a radar box? Perhaps you're right. Dropper. Yes, sir. Get back to those children and don't let them out of your sight. Understand? Yes, sir. I understand. I I'll keep an eye on you. We've landed. Secure the ship. Lomas, you remain on guard and have the ship ready for immediate blast-off. Rigna, Hargo, Voldar, you'll accompany me. Come, we'll activate Torg. Torg? <laughs> to capture a roly-poly little man like Santa Claus? We don't need Torg. We won't have you seen my catches. sweet games? Come. Nothing can stop Torg. Oh, they need Torg. <laughs> they need Torg to capture Santa. Nothing can stop Torg. Nothing. I would like to point out that this movie is labeled a classic Hollywood movie. Wow. Classic. You know, so the guys, budget. Growing up, we had this. A, okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we had a toy box exactly like that growing up. I bet we kind of did too, yeah. I did too. Yeah, it probably blue. is just a toy box. My, my toy box had the words radar box spray painted on the front. I've never put two and two together until no, now. No, ours didn't. But... Come on. The budget for this movie was two hundred grand. Good night. Why did you do that? If this ship ever leaves Earth, I'll have the whole U.S. Space Force after them. Come on. What? Wait a minute. What in the world is Bishop Emily's force by the Hollywood Space Force? Come on. Okay, so B Billy, Tom, and Betty are gonna go and rescue Santa from Torg and the aliens. They are currently at the North Pole. Why is it that every Christmas we have to do something about aliens? Hey, the other alien movie is pretty decent. This one's yeah. pretty trash. Come on, Betty. Oh. Slowly descending Man, ladder. Betty has... They get out, no one sees them. Why does... I mean, what makes this the North Pole? It's like... Why does the North Pole look like the same set for Mars, but just has a blue light behind it instead of a red light? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been some budget. How in the world? How fall. in the world were those two able to get down the ladder four seconds before a Martian climbed down the ladder? They had to have seen each other. There was a time break. It's implied. Is it also implied that Martians don't get cold? Because they're in the Arctic, wearing spandex. See That's true. It is. What's, right the, what's the temperature on Mars? Let's look it up. Weather on Mars. We can't afford to make any mistakes. Elon, where are you at? You cover the rear of the workshop. Rigna, hold on. Cover the front entrance. I'll direct towards. Voldar isn't here. Rigna, go up and tell Voldar. Voldar, this is another one of your delaying tactics. You've been opposing me at every turn. 
Now I'm warning you, change your attitude. You finished, Chief? Yes, I am, and you will be too if you're not careful. Oh, but I am careful. <laughs> so careful that I looked in at the children before I left the ship. You stay away from those children. That'll be easy to do. They've escaped. Goldar, if this is your idea of a joke... Ask Droppo. They overheard our plans. At this very moment, they're on their way to Santa Claus to warn him. It's true, Kima. They're footprints. We must stop them. Do you those see those footprints, Chief? Follow them. I'll put Torg on the trail. Okay, Chief. Torg, come out of the spaceship. Torg, come out of the spaceship. <laughs> you have to say it three, three times. Torg has, uh... <laughs> Torg has Beetlejuice rules. You have to say his name three times before he comes. Anymore. Oh, I'm Betty, you're cold, such a whiny little turd. And I'm tired. And it's beginning to snow. You're Please, in the Betty, Arctic. Try. We've got to warn Santa. We can't stop now. They might catch us. Where is Santa? I don't know. His workshop must be somewhere around here. Good news is, is if Betty gets her way and they stop, that solves the children Betty, problem. Look. You're a mean one, Mr. Boldar. Actual temperature measurements at the Viking landing site range from 1 degree Fahrenheit to negative 161 Fahrenheit. So, at the poles, it gets to negative 243 Fahrenheit. On Mars? Yep. Is that why Boldar has that mustache? Because he has a cold lip? Uh. <laughs> what in the there is what a the? okay Boldar's chasing that? after the kids and a polar bear showed up the polar bear is a man in a bear suit it's a man in a bear suit guys <laughs> a man in a bear suit you has arrived was this acceptable in the 60s like were people like just all into oh. this oh that <laughs> is a man <laughs> Oh, that is a good land. That is a <laughs> that is a furry. He's not even trying. That is a furry. That is a man on all fours, crawling like a man, but has a bear suit on. <laughs> There's minimal effort to make this look like a real bear. He is walking on two feet Very right now. <laughs> oh, just can't. Oh man, it. and that man in a bear suit is pawing at those children. To be fair, this might be more frightening than if they actually got a real polar bear. It's a good point. I wish I had that suit. I do too. We're in anything in the world right now. Run around, they're they're going to think the bear's gone, but then the bear's going to come out and just pick him up and carry him away. Or do you think the bear... I think that he's going to share a bottle of Coke with him. What if there was just like a violent murder of these children, like right here, blood everywhere on the snow? That would be the first entertaining well, thing that happened. I'm crazy. <laughs> I wish it wouldn't snow. Oh, poor Betty. Stop whining. It'll cover our tracks and be harder for the Martians to find us. Oh, and it'll be harder for us to find Santa's workshop. I'm scared. We'll find it. Which way's north? Which north? You are north. Please tell me Keep that bear returns. Please tell me that that's not the end of the story with the bear. <laughs> I oh, see it. I see it. That's his workshop. That... Where? 
Yeah. It looks like the Bat Building in Nashville. No, what it looks like is a demon's glowing red eyes in the distance. She's like, oh, that's oh, clearly Santa. Go. Oh no. What? The <laughs> what they got? They got Martians from Venus. Hang on, just well? a second here. <sighs> Torque. Imagine, <laughs> brothers and sisters listening to this podcast, dear friends and loved ones. We just got our first glimpse Sims of. And we just got our first glimpse of Torg. Um, I want you right now to imagine the most terrible retro cardboard box Halloween costume of a robot you have ever seen in your life. Place two yellow lights on its face, and you have Torg, the robot. That was so frightening that he had to be called twice by name. Where is the man bear? Is the man <laughs> is the man bear? I hope the man bear fights Torg. Oh, no one can stop Torg though. So oh, that is he has boobs. Danger. Torg Robinson. has boobs. Danger. Torg has boobs, guys. <laughs> Torg has two dials. What is that? It's like. It's like oil pressure gauges or something. Yeah, on his pectorials. Torg is a man. <laughs> Torg is a man in HVAC uh, uh, ventilation and a bucket on his head. Poor Betty. These kids are real resourceful. And captured. Now destroy them. Crush them. Crush them, Tog. Do as I say. Hold on. I knew you'd try something like this. I set Torg's control so he will obey only me. Release him, Torg! Oh, my goodness. You were very lucky. Now, don't try to escape again. You may not be so lucky next time. Fargo, take them back to the ship, lock them up, and rejoin us. Again? You won't get away with this, you... you Martian! Because you won't get away with this, you... you... you Martian! Hey, that's our word. We can call each other Martians, but you can't. That's right. No one is to be harmed. What has happened to the great warriors of our planet? Mars used to be the planet of war. Mark my words, Kima. Your softness will destroy us. This guy's just come to Earth with violence in his mind. Why is he even there? Why? You obviously knew that Boldar was a mustachioed turd. Oh. Maybe needed him to fly the ship. Again, to be fair, Torg just walked straight into the camera. Blackout. Now we're at Santa's workshop. Santa just Santa has his sleeves rolled up. Why didn't he just take his coat off? <laughs> Why is it in all like the Martian movies, like way back when they've got to have these? Because that's what the future sounds like, Scott. Just broke down that door. Like I'm nothing. still concerned about his nipple stickers that are just... He just straight up threw a little person. He just, he's throwing a little person right now. You're the biggest toy I've ever seen. <laughs> Santa thinks he's a toy. And very well made, too. It's like a paint bucket that they just painted By the great silver and stuck on his head. Santa's treating him like a toy. He's like the Get Tin it, Man. Tor, grab him. He's become a toy. He's become a toy? How? How did he just go from a little throwing machine to a toy in five seconds? 
because Santa changed his heart. Santa's magical power. That is a grown little person man hugging a grown old man. Quiet, you. We don't want to okay. Santa Claus. So Martian, freeze ray them? I think so, but the these little people have like tremors, so they can't stand still. And so we had like this 10 second pause on these two little people trying to stand still but failing miserably after they just got frozen by a freeze gun. I, this uh, uh, huh, hmm. Claus, so come along quietly. He doesn't want to hurt Santa Claus. Let's come along quietly. I feel like they change color. Some sometimes they look black face, sometimes they look green. Now they look blue. Why did you have to do Look that? Look at his arm Why moving. It's harmless. <laughs> It'll wear off in a short while. Oh. Oh, why didn't you say so in the first place? Now you come with us. I'm perfectly fine with you freezing the help as long as it's gonna wear off. They are moving so much. <laughs> it's like swaying back and forth. Uh-oh, bad things are about Santa to happen. One thing that we find out in this movie is that Santa is, like, super naive. Standing around like statues. There's work to be done. Mrs. Claus, Let's get to it. there are 37 aliens in your house, and you didn't notice. Oh my, oh me, oh And you just got freeze-framed. Oh, you just got freeze-framed. That's what Scott calls it. going to be very angry about this. Take him, Torg. Except the part where they move a little bit. Torg! Okay, I gotta pause it. Obey my command! I get it, Kima. Rigna was right. He's nothing but a toy now. How did the robot turn into a toy? They are worried about leaving clues that they kidnapped Santa Claus behind. They're going to leave three witnesses frozen and a robot beyond anything the 60s had to offer. Now they're going to take Torg with them. Do you know what the worst thing this movie is? Wait, no they're not. Mrs. Claus has blue hair. So now we have Mrs. Claus, every single little person in that workshop, and a robot. Freeze frame. They need to burn that whole place down while... And Mrs. Santa Claus has positively identified the kidnappers as Martians. Never in the history of mankind have the nations of the world reacted with such unanimity and cooperation. Tonight, the lights will burn until dawn in the United Nations building. That'll as help. the leaders of the world map the course of action. <laughs> Sorry, I don't quite find that funny. <laughs> and at Cape Kennedy, our correspondent interviewed Werner von Green, the man in charge of America's Starshot program. What is the space <laughs> agency doing about this? Well, we have mobilized all the men and equipment in our Starshot project. Oh my goodness. Wasn't it bad that we just had to like hire a bunch of Russians and old Nazis to run our space program? First of all, program? that man is very clearly German. He is a Nazi. He is a Nazi scientist that was given... A pardon because he could get us to the moon. And we have rushed our astronauts into an intensive program for the final phase of their training. Now our Starshot ship is supposed to undergo six months of test flights. But we are going to forget about the testing and go after those Martian monkeys. What? Isn't that risky? Of course it is risky. But every one of our astronauts is begging for the chance to go after the Martians. Who wouldn't give everything to bring Santa back to our children? Okay, so this retired Nazi just said that he's going to sacrifice the life of several astronauts to go and get Santa. They're willing. Santa home. Oh, look, they use the same music for every time they show B-roll, whether it's of airplanes mm -hmm. or of a rocket launch. 
Still launching. Still watching a rocket launch. Now we're watching people in mission control. Back to the rocket launch. That is still happening. Is this the movie where they said, I believe this will be our finest hour? I think this is the movie where they showed us 23 minutes of rocket launches. Earth hasn't reacted yet. No radar beams being bounced off our ship. Looks like we made a clean getaway. Oh, if only they knew where you were from. <laughs> How's our captain? He's having the time of his life. He's such a funny little man. Why, I've only been with him for five minutes and he has me laughing just like an earthling. <laughs> What's soft and round and, and you put it on a stick and, and you toast it in a fire and it's green. Pickle. I don't know what. <laughs> a marshmallow. <laughs> a marshmallow. Well, we've got our ending joke. Good night, everybody. So these people Please. don't have joy, happiness, that love, anything, but they have marshmallows. And it was a they have marshmallows. <laughs> well, I could barely make out this chimney in the fog. They kidnapped they those kids so that they could get Earth. Or they could leave Earth without them knowing they stole Santa Claus, but they left behind every evidence they could, besides the children. Suddenly, I realized it wasn't a chimney at all. It was the smokestack of the Queen Elizabeth. It's kind of a quick job. They didn't have all the details worked out. Maybe they. Re maybe the. Here's the the explanation. I think they don't care once they got Santa Claus that people know that they were there because they know that the Earthlings can't make it to Mars. But if they had let those children get away and inform the people right when they got there before they had found Santa, then they could have potentially been stopped from kidnapping Santa. wanted to visit Mars. Mommy and Daddy are going to be angry. You think that's something? I can just see Mrs. Claus now. Christmas coming and I'm not there. She'll have a fit. <laughs> oh me, oh my, oh me. Hey you kids, you're getting a little further away from me. Scuttle on in closer to Santy. Come on, get it! Come on, come on down. Santa's acting like he's been on this ship for 42 years. Oh, look here. It's Droppo, now called Truffle by Santa. He changes his name every five minutes in this movie. Billy? Oh. Well, is it all right if I have your chocolate ice cream? Sure. Oh, I just love chocolate ice cream. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> Gee, Mars must be a terrible place to live. <laughs> Some chocolate ice cream. Pills for dinner. <laughs> I suppose if a Martian has a headache, he doesn't take pills. He takes chocolate ice cream. <laughs> oh, Santa! You're in the wrong business here. You, you should be a stand-up comedian. That small blip is not an asteroid. It's a spaceship, and it's on our tails, getting closer. Impossible, Rigna. They couldn't have spotted us. Earth has not landed on the moon yet, but they want us but to believe. But they're chasing the Martians through space. That we have. They're going to Mars. Yes. Yes. Okay. Two. I want Luke's explanation of how the robot turned into a toy, because. You explained why they kidnapped the kids fairly well. How did the robot turn into the toy? Because all he did was walk... His heart was changed. He walked into His a room. heart was changed by meeting Santa. Okay. Yeah, but he... I mean, he was... He was, like, reunited with his childhood by meeting Santa. Like we all are when we meet Santa. And 
he was returned to his innocent state. The robot was reunited to his robot childhood. That seems that seems pretty elementary to me. Third point I need to bring up really quick. I know that we couldn't really hear that whole conversation with Santa because we were talking, and that's fine because it was terrible. He was just trying to cheer the kids up. wasn't working. But third question: At one point during that conversation, uh, Betty goes, "Man, mom and dad are going to be angry at us. How abusive are your parents that you get kidnapped by Martians?" Yeah, really. And they're like, "How dare you do this?" <laughs> You are you are so grounded. I mean, I'd be mad. Well, maybe they were out later than they were supposed to, having their little mm. Christmas picnic at the park, and now they're like, "Well, crap! This is what happens when kids stay out too late. They get abducted and taken to other planets." Fourth point: Right now, we're freeze framed on some Martians. I'm really uncomfortable by the amount of male panty lines I see in this movie. That is uncomfortable. That is you know, uncomfortable. What? The Martian in the background there is clearly wearing some Hanes tidy whities. <laughs> You, you can see it quite clearly underneath the spandex. Uh, so with that information, dear listeners. I mean, I don't, I don't know what this movie was rated, but they, and look at that. That in and of itself bumps it up a rating. Is it possible Earth has a secret device that can penetrate our radar shield? They have a secret device, and his name is Billy Foster. What? I warned you that these things are dangerous. They'll destroy us if we allow Why them. Why is Billy Foster the secret well, weapon? I won't allow I have no idea. Or is he talking about? Remember, he tore the wires. He tore the wires oh, out of the radar box earlier. Billy did that. Uh, this movie actually has a plot. Billy tore the wires out of the radar box, making their radar useless. And somehow, the toy box is no longer effective. And somehow, Boldar jumped to that conclusion and understood it. And now he's coming in there with a stick. It's a swizzle stick. Is what he's got. It's a he key. Shoved down his pants. It must be it's a. Key. It's the key to the door. <laughs> it's just How would you huge. Like to see the rest of the ship. You're not fooling me. You don't like us. You're mean. Oh come on now, that's not true. Why Santa makes everyone feel good, even me. I don't trust you. No, no, Billy boy, that's not the Christmas spirit. What? Why, of course, Boldar. We'd love to take what? the grand tour. What? What? Right, what? 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 Santa? What? Santa? What? <clears throat> hey, Santa, I feel very threatened by this Martian. I sure would not like to go with him to a second location. Oh, that's <laughs> not the Christmas spirit! Everyone knows that if a stranger gives you some candy and some chocolate ice cream, they're going to do nice things to you. Come on. I feel like... Come on, I saw some probes I've been waiting to try out when I got on board. (laughs) (laughs) This this movie's like... Santa's like, oh, everyone's a good person here. And the kid's like, no, Santa, you're wrong. You don't know how it is around here. There are evil people in the world. And then he, the kid turns out to be right. Now, I know, Luke, that you never... Scott, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? No, I haven't. Oh, man. It's all about this FBI woman trying to get... Uh, trying to catch this, this killer who is killing women and skinning them to make a woman's suit because he thinks he's transgender. Ooh. Right? And so they're trying to find this guy named Buffalo Buffalo Bob. I just had popped into my head Santa Claus in this movie of like a woman on the side of the street. Buffalo Bob's there and he's like, hey, will you get into my van? I need some help. 
And the woman's like, no, thank <laughs> you, sir. I'd rather not uh, be murdered by you. And Santa just comes, oh, Sally, that's not the Christmas spirit. You get into this stranger's van. <laughs> What are you thinking? What what a terrible <laughs> what message <laughs> are you giving to the children in the 1960s? Well, back in the 60s, maybe the strangers were a little bit more trustworthy. No, the strangers. Yeah. There wasn't Facebook is why. You didn't hear about it every five minutes. There was no database where you could go. Yeah, there's no database online where you could look up your street address and go, I am surrounded by sex offenders. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can remember picking up, not that I did it, but I remember people picking up hitchhikers. That would often take place like back in the 70s. I wouldn't hey, think, I wouldn't dream hey, of doing need, that today. You need a ride to El Paso? I picked up a hitchhiker before. Really? Yep. I don't know what Was it someone you me. knew? No. Was it a girl? Nope. <laughs> I was just like, ah, eh, let's try this out. I've never done this before. Yep, Luke is, Luke is Santa Claus. I was like, get my, get my sleigh, mister. Like, I've accidentally got myself into situations where I had to give strangers rides before. So I guess I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same. Where a stranger comes up and is like, hey, I need you to take me to El Paso. Well, I'm not going there. Yeah, you are. Come on. And they're like in my car. And I'm like, what, what, is, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> All right, I'll give you a ride. I'm going to El Paso. <laughs> Have you ever been in that situation, Scott? No. I'm going to be like, all right, I'll give you a ride. Just pour it down to my mailbox. Then you're getting out. Hey, kids, I want to violate you. Oh, we shouldn't go with them, Santa. Oh, that's not the Christmas spirit. That's not going to help the violators out a bit. That's not the Christmas spirit. Why, of course, Bulldog, we'd love to take the grand tour. All right, children. I think uh, Santa's confident in his ability. Boldar just looked at the camera and gave the creepiest grin in the entire world. <laughs> this movie just you know, turned Scott, into a horror movie. Scott, I thought that Santa was just going to be like, well, you know, I'm magic. I see what this guy's up this to. Let's play along. Yeah. No, that's that's not that's what right. we're going to see happen. Not yeah. even close. Oh. No. <laughs> we're going to see that Santa is a fool. Is Boldar about to shove them out the airlock of the ship? When you come back, the door closes Why, yes. and they pump yes, air yes. back into the room through there. How does Billy and know everything about the sophisticated Martian technology? Smart lad. Where's the control that opens the door, sir? Do not show not Santa that. He will back press it. The control deck. You see, once you pull that switch, the warning bell sounds, and in 60 seconds... That door opens. That's to give us space and a chance to make a final checkup on their equipment. There's no air out in space. If that door were open now, it will pull all the air out of this room and us with it. You certainly know a great deal about space travel, son. He's going to be a spaceman when he grows up. Well, that's why my son can explain complex uh, neurological <laughs> problems. He wants to be a neurosurgeon when he grows up. Santa! Stop. 60 seconds. That must be the door. Oh, no. They've locked us in here. Boldar was very helpful with the information. He's like, hey, when you hear this bell, you have 60 seconds to get out. I think so. He probably just stepped out for a moment. Hey, Boldar locked us in here. Oh, no, he did it. Ho, ho, ho. I built my milk and cookies, and he's a good guy. Don't 
Santa? Now, now, children, let's not get excited. When is the right time to get excited? I think being locked in an airlock on a Martian spaceship about to be shot out to space is a perfect time to panic, Santa. It's now time. Oh, Boldar just flipped the switch. They've got 50 seconds. This is the fastest 60 seconds ever. They'll show you 45 minutes of airplanes in this movie, but a real minute? Uh-uh. I always like it when I... <laughs> Boulder's up there heavily breathing. Oh, Billy. Santa's Billy Tom. not thinking. Man, Billy's Billy the only one thinking here. in this scene. Santa's just like, hmm, what's going on? Does Santa really have to breathe air? Like, is, he's probably just like, I'm going to be fine if I get ejected out of the spaceship. I'm basically a super. If I get ejected being. out of the spaceship, I won't have to go home to Mrs. Claus and her angry face. She's freeze frame because you know she's going to be mad when I get back. Four, three, two, one. Zero. <clears throat> Who's in the airlock? No one. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to kiss or what? When the main leader guy found out that Boldar just ejected Santa and the kids into space, <laughs> he ran up to him and grabbed his shoulders. It looked like he was about ready to go for a romantic peck. Goodbye. Yeah, that's what I thought. They were going to kiss. Drifting around in space. Oh, my goodness. Then he was turned off by his mustache. Oh man, that, that oh junk. man. Oh this fight is so realistic. He, he just karate chopped his one. neck. And now he's now he's puts his hand around his neck. He's not squeezing or anything, but I bet it's uncomfortable. If you're in the middle of space, I don't think I would <laughs> risk destroying my navigation. He is center. banging his head. You know what is funny is I think <laughs> What in the world? Santa just walked back in. Santa Claus, you're all right. I, I thought you would... Well, when Boldar accidentally left us in the airlock and then came up here and accidentally threw the door switch, we knew we had to get out of there in a hurry <laughs> or that would be the end of us. And, uh, Look at Boldar's stupid of face. Course, uh, <laughs> he just had a bad time. But the air duct is just a little... And, and you're so big. <laughs> Why you're talking to Santa Claus, son? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Well, well, you, you stupid! You stupid! Oh my gosh! How dumb are you? <laughs> I could fit in little things. Fainted, just like someone who's seen a ghost. <laughs> oh, those! Oh, they're morons! Oh gosh! Oh, Boldar just fainted. Oh. Their spaceship looks like a lightsaber handle attached to an ice cream scoop. Yeah. Wow, is that Mars? I hope not. I think Fire it is. One, They're firing two. the ripple rockets. Lower the landing legs. Lower landing legs. Got there it. There they go. <laughs> Look how hard <laughs> they are to, to lower. <laughs> Very manual. I need some Martian retro space grease on these landing leg controls. Stand Is this the same scene they used last time? I don't know, but I wonder what that. Oh, okay, he pulled it this time. He didn't Hatch pull open. that fifth one the last time. Ladder down. Now that's the uh, ladder, Scott. Ship's that secure. fifth lever uh, that he pulled uh, is the ladder. Jingle bells, jingle bells, 
They have a prison on their spaceship. See, that's the key that he stuffed down yeah, his pants I, last time. Yeah, I know, time. but that was down Boldar's pants. <laughs> How in the world did Droppo end up being tied in the ba This is so stupid. Droppo's an idiot. Kima! Yes, Regner. Boldar has escaped. What? He's gone. That can only mean trouble. Put a constant guard on Santa and the Earth Children. Boldar will be back. Oh. Commercial! Called it. No, Bomara, I'll call you the moment he arrives. Is Drapo coming back too? Yes, Germa, now go back to your studies. Oh, Kimar. Are you alone? No. Well... Earthlings, Billy and Betty. Welcome to our home. Oh my what? goodness. Gross! They apparently just know the custom already. That woman is way forward. She just made out with her husband by touching foreheads. Then she did it to the kids. Oh, Santa's gonna get his noggin' nog too. I'm accustomed to entering people's homes through the door. But you have no chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Santa Claus. We hope you'll make the children on Mars very wow. happy. I've never hated a Santa Claus more than I hate this guy. Really? Do you no. see these dimples? This is Dimple well, Claus. I really hate this guy. He's blue again. Quiet, remote, and very Worse than the guy in, what was that, Christmas in Mississippi? Oh, yeah, for sure. These children would like to meet them. I'll tell them the Who, which which one of you hated the Santa Claus in Polar Express? Oh, that was me, I think. Why are the Martians blue now? Why did they go They've from blackface blue, to green to black. blue? They've been blue, black, green. I don't their, know. Their skin color changes like <laughs> about as much as the names of the characters. I feel like they it's the cameraman. It's like the white balance on the camera. <laughs> Just <laughs> he doesn't have any consistency. Do you guys Santa just said the dumbest thing I've ever heard of Santa say. I'm not used to going in through doors, but your house doesn't have a chimney. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, Santa, what about all the kids that are watching this show that does not have a chimney? Yep. Second of all, Santa... I'm mortified right now. Do you think that Santa goes through chimneys on the 364 days that he's not delivering presents to the whole world? Like, if Santa's just going over to his friend's house for a dinner party... So you just pop down through their chimney, just dragging soot into the house? You're just like Santa. Santa doesn't have friends. You know, that's a good question, Zach. We should debate that. Does Santa use chimneys every day of the year or just on Christmas Eve? And Christmas morning? I don't think Santa actually has any friends. He doesn't go anywhere when he's not in the North Pole. Like, he that's only not, goes out once a year. That's not true. I have seen, seen pictures of Santa... In a red and white Hawaiian shirt on the beach. I think perhaps you've been deceived into believing that that's the true one and only 
Santa Claus. Oh, great. Next thing you're telling me is Maleka Hikimaka isn't the thing to say on a Hawaiian Christmas day. Hmm. I need to swim over to Hawaii and ask them about that and ask if that's legit. Y over 5 pi r squared to determine the correct orbit from Mars to Jupiter traveling along vector A through the 17th quadrant at the power of 12 megatrons. Father! Father, we missed you! <laughs> so the children do not have the capability of... Of happiness or fun, but they do know love. Didn't they just say that they didn't know love at the beginning of this? How do you miss someone if yep. you don't know love? Billy and Betty, this is Bomar and Gamma. Hi. There's nothing in it. What are you giving me? My hand. My He's slap! Dead. Slap! <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Ten. I'm ten too. And Grandma's eight. So is my sister. We have another Earth person that wants to see you. Earth person? What happened to the pea yellow walls? <laughs> they got adjusted out when they tried to turn them blue. <laughs> This scene disturbs me greatly. <laughs> Why? They're all just laughing. Like, the scriptwriter was like, I just, just don't really feel like doing this. Just have a laughing sequence. <laughs> They're all laughing at Bomar again for being an idiot. What's that? They're laughing. Bomar and Gamma, too. Drop out, you moron! You were on the spaceship and everyone's laughing there! How do you not know- Oh my- <laughs> There they are, Luke. Oh, back to pea yellow. Maybe yep. it was night. Maybe that's why. And they're back to green. believe it. That's the first time in months they've gone to sleep without the sleep spray. Santa? Tomorrow we'll set up a workshop. I would for pay you. any amount of money. It won't be for exactly the same as the one you have on Earth, but I'm sure it'll serve your purpose. Good, good. Now, I'd so like they've just kidnapped Santa, taken him away from his wife and everything that he loves, and they're like, "Well, now that you're here, we'll set up a workshop for you." And he's like, oh, "This sounds great. We'll just we'll, let's just do this. Let's roll this plan." <laughs> he must have had a horrible relationship with Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Now you belong to Mars. Ho, ho, ho. Did Santa just go ho, ho, ho? To say... <laughs> They're like holding out of the cave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They look like ant people. Hiding in a dirty cave like a speckled Mars worm. Oh, Kima will get this. I'll find a way. That's easy. Let's get rid of the little fat friend in the red suit. <laughs> Oh, that's suicide! Santa Claus was on a constant guard. We couldn't get within 20 feet of him without being disintegrated. But I have other plans. It's a quality pose right there. Someone's approaching the cave! Oh! It's me, Jim! Alright, head off the nuclear curtain. That alien's name is Jim. We have Bomar, the wife. The captain whose name I don't remember. Boulder the bad guy, Gomer the kid, 
now Jim. 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 <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> He's talking about Slinky. I was tempted to steal one. I'd like to fool around with the thing. Toys! The decay is setting in. It's even affecting you. Soon all the Martians will be blithering idiots. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is brought to you by Slinky. Now we cannot eliminate Santa Claus, but we can discredit him. Become a laughingstock throughout Mars. They don't know what laughter is. How are they going to become? How are you become a laughingstock if you don't know what laughing is? The gods will be in Kimon's house. It's a good point. Santa Claus. Now this is what we'll do. See, you take the lamp and the drink. Oh, good. There's Martian little people that they've employed as elves. I think those are slave children. Thousands of letters from all over Mars. Santa's just totally cool with the fact that he's been kidnapped, isn't mm -hmm. he? Two dolls. Two dolls, yes, Betty. That machine just like poops out toys. Onto <laughs> a conveyor belt. Green baseball. Why did they need Santa for this? No idea. She looks bored. Look at me. Santa Claus, the great toy maker. Pressing buttons. That's automation for you. Technology. Please. <laughs> well, that's You know me, I'm a union man. I don't like how this automation coming in and ruin our factories. Next thing you ought to tell me in the next 40 years, we'll be shipping our jobs off to Korea. <laughs> oh, if you only knew, Santa. Pretty nice, eh? Lady Moma made it for me. Can I try it on Santa? <laughs> Don't be silly, Droppo. This would never fit you. Why, well, you have to fatten up first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's another day gone, children. I just saw. is going to be the next Santa Claus on Mars. Oh, no duh, Scott. Mm. I knew that from the first scene. I was like, oh, Did you really? Drop yeah, off. I'm a little slow on the uptake because I didn't know it till 20 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> Stay on Earth. Another day, another dollar. Well, hello, Santa. How are you feeling today? Tired? No, How is your no, captivity? I'm not tired. But my finger is, it's been pressing buttons all day long. <laughs> well, I think I'll go in and put my finger to bed. <laughs> Here, children, here's your milk. You can play for half an hour and then you'll have to go to bed. Daddy, may we watch the Earth program? Certainly, dear. But only for half an hour. Hey, Daddy, can I really? play with your toys that you're playing with right Daddy? now for some reason? No. Don't you want to watch the Earth program? Oh, no, sir. 
We're not interested in Earth programs. I'm going to sleep. Good night. Me too. Just a moment. Good night, Mr. Kimar. Good night, Lady Momar. Just a moment, children. That dude jumped his line. Are you feeling well? Mm -hmm. Oh, we feel fine, sir. Good night. Good night. Has someone been mistreating you? Oh, no, oh, no sir. You've you been the nicest masters a slave could ever ask for. <laughs> Get in there and make me some toys. What could it be? Oh, oh they're blue. <laughs> they're behaving the way our children used to behave. Hold on just a second. These people are clearly an advanced civilization. They got buttons that can poop toys out onto conveyor belts. Best technology mm -hmm. I've ever seen since the iPhone. They really haven't gotten into their head why these kids might be a little upset. I don't understand why they're so upset. I mean, we took them away from their abusive parents who was going to get mad at them for being abducted by aliens, and uh, we gave them all the milk pills they could swallow. Now we're behind on psychology. Did you tell Kima? They're homesick. They miss their parents, their friends. Kima, you've got to send those children back. Oh, no. I thought that I could be the green mama. Possible. It's not impossible! You have a spaceship! Just send them back! What What are they going to tell the press that is going to have any any difference to your plans? Why would it be impossible to send them back? And why is Droppo wearing Santa's pants? I, yeah. Molten milk! Chocolate cake. Hmm. Banana split. Why do I feel like whatever in those capsules are incredibly poisonous and this man died six months after rap? Ah, uh, Droppo's trying to become as fat as Santa. That takes too long. And he just shoved a pillow in his pants. <laughs> he really needs to keep the hat, though. Why? I, I could press the button! I'll be Santa! <laughs> Good night. I just realized how morbidly obese oh. Santa Claus is. Where did he just get a fake beard from? That's like pull that off the sh like it's an everyday item. Merry Christmas, everyone! Ho, ho, ho! My finger isn't tired. I think I'll go down to the workshop and make some more toys. Ho, ho, ho! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Oh, great. They turned into the Three Stooges. I love the how they're so animated trying to sneak. Is this a three-man job? Yeah, someone has to hold the light. 
Okay, he has a plastic red and blue wrench that he touched to an air conditioner filter. He didn't tweak anything. He just touched it. Just touched it. And here comes Droppo with his untired finger. <laughs> they have to be the dumbest people in the entire world. Yeah, this is bad easy for nineteen. So they kidnap Droppo because they think that he's the real Santa Claus, and clearly they're not smart enough to figure out that he's not because they can't look at his face. Yeah, the hat. I mean, you know. My friend asked you a question. Answer him. Quiet, Jim. Put on a nuclear curtain. That one guy just shouted the word violence. No context. He just said violence. The end of Operation Santa Claus. And Mars returns to normal. To be fair, it's a lot more entertaining than Operation Christmas Drop. <laughs> I love that movie. Scott watched Bravo, that like ten times. I'll watch that again this Christmas. <laughs> I really will. I enjoyed that. Children, breakfast is ready. I've been slaving over your capsules for hours. Good morning, dear. Kima, I can't find Droppo. His bed hasn't been slept in. What's he up to now? Good does Droppo Does Droppo live in their house? Sounds like He's, it. Apparently. He's what like their is manservant. The relationship between these people and Droppo. Do they enslave children, Santa Claus, and the mentally challenged? I'm thinking <laughs> Droppo might be like the child they had in high school. And they matured <laughs> and later in life they had two other children. I'm sure I brought it home from the toy shop last night. And that's two things that are missing. Your suit and dropper. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> that explains it. When you find my missing suit, you'll find Droppo inside it. He's out someplace playing Santa Claus. I'll take care of him. Oh, no, no, no. Now let him have his fun. He's probably at the toy shop making toys. He loves it. <laughs> children, will you please hurry? Breakfast is ready. Yes, you don't want your yes, pills to get you cold, children. Breakfast will get cold. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Me and Santa think just alike. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no! I made a joke. The same mo joke the movie made. <laughs> oh, played hide and seek, eh? All right, Droppo, here we come, ready or not. <laughs> That's great. They're in a ten by ten room. Everybody spread out. <laughs> oh well, he'll turn up. Let's get started. <laughs> My fingers well rested. I Report to work, children. Santa's fits in his fat butt behind the buttons, and the kids are running around with baskets trying to catch the toys as they're being pooped out. And one gal. Santa, stop the machine! Look! The doll has a teddy bear pet, and the teddy bear has a doll. It's made of mutants. <laughs> Okay, so Boulder's <laughs> up on the island of misfit toys. So Boulder's <laughs> evil plan was to make the teddy bear have a doll head and the doll have a teddy bear head. Hey, the toy machine no is kids, broken. No kid's is, gonna be happy at all when that ends up under the Christmas tree. Can you imagine a teddy bear coming out with a like a uh, what do they call those patty? Um, 
<laughs> with the, pa- with the, the cabbage peppermint. patch heads. Yeah, you want to play with that? I don't want to play with that. That ends, that's like Sid's toys and Toy Story. What creative, creatively put together? <laughs> no, against viol- their violations of nature. Okay, let's see what other crazy, wacky mashups Boulder did. Well, let's try it again. What's next, Betty? One baseball bat. Oh, a tennis racket came out of the baseball bat poop hole. Tennis. Well, uh, I would actually try that out. The machine isn't working right. Oh dear, what else, Betty? A toy train. A toy train. Well, alright. Look at that! Why? Why, this doesn't make what is sense. It? Never I like how he stops the machine and the happy music stops. Something very strange is happening here. Boomer, I think you had better call your father. Father? Father, this is Boomer. Yes, Boomer? Father, we're in the toy shop. Droppo isn't here. And there's something wrong with the toy machine, too. I'll be right over. Sim, wake up! <laughs> I still think you're making a mistake. It's too dangerous walking right into the enemy camp. Tomorrow's men wouldn't dare lay a finger on us. Not while we're keeping Santa Claus a hostage. Now, if we're not back in three hours, you know what to do. All right, Sim. Open the nuclear curtain. The nuclear curtain? Yeah. It's flyboard with light bulbs in it. <laughs> <laughs> What is a nuclear curtain? I think it protects them from, uh... Just a word of warning. If you got any big ideas, forget them. If you walk through that nuclear curtain, you'll be disintegrated like that. Oh, so it's like a a radiation beam that radiates like people. instantly grow another arm. But can't he just... Somebody can't he just turn it off? Wiring. I mean, they left him in there with the box that controlled it. Gone, Maybe it, your suit is missing. It's password protected. And now That's a little theme for this movie. <laughs> Put them all together, it spells Voldar. He was here, and he thought Droppo was me. Okay, real quick. Am I losing my mind? Did they not call the bad alien Boldar this entire movie? Yeah. Yeah. Why in the world did he just call him Voldar? <laughs> <laughs> I, at this point I don't even care <laughs> I'm just like um, yeah I think I know who you're talking about <laughs> yeah I got nothing you've got Droppo and I'm going to find him oh Droppo oh, Droppo or drop off or however we decide to pronounce your name there's a straight up American fire extinguisher right in Mars yeah it's, yep Put it away, Kima. We have a weapon that's much more potent than that. As you may know, we are holding Santa Claus a hostage. One false move, and your little ho-ho-ho man will be destroyed. <laughs> All right, what do you want, Folder? These good are night. our terms. It's good that Jamie right. Farr got some work Destroy after MASH. Mm-hmm. We will release Santa Claus if you promise to send him and the Earthlings back to their planet.
Okay, his 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 minion has the world's largest nose, hence the Jamie Farr joke <laughs> mm-hmm. a second ago. But as I'm watching him, I'm not paying attention to Voldar slash Boldar or whatever you want to call him. He keeps making the weirdest faces. Yeah. Like, I think he has, like, Tourette's or something, and those are his tics. Because he keeps, like, closing his eyes real tight and moving his lips around left and right and doing a little dance and... I'm making a little love. I feel like that's par for that's par for the course for the minions of evil geniuses. It's just uh. third. No more joy through toys nonsense on Mars. Well, well, you win. What? They just said you win, and the two guys grabbed each other's like (laughs) fat of their upper arm and shook it. <laughs> How did he get out of the cage? Damn that idiot! <laughs> How did he get here? So fast! Uh, Santa Claus has powers that you don't know about. All right, arms up. Rigna, Hargo, Lomas, report. This is Rigna, Kimov. Hargo and Lomas are with me. Good. I've got Voldar and Stovo. I'll keep them here in the storeroom of the toy shop. Rigna, you come here and take them off my hands. Okay, both of those guys look, they say hands up, they're both making the A sign from the YMCA dance. Mm-hmm. What? It's, I'm so done. Tell them to search the caves along the transverse canal. Right, Kimo. All right, you two. In there. All right, you might as well relax. You're going to be here for a while. Sit down. Oh. Why Why did the Martians have a ski? Just one random ski in a shed where he's holding these guys captive. Hey, drop off. Look, just turn. He's going to turn it off. He just turned off the curtain. Everyone, he yep. just turned off the nuclear curtain, and then he now, changed the up, light bulbs he... for some reason. <laughs> he stole the light bulbs. Oh, my. What? Oh, <laughs> and he so can't get screwed in. What did the light bulbs do exactly? He has spent 45 seconds trying to screw in a light bulb, Scott. 45 that seconds. That one doesn't even work. Where are you going? Ho, ho, ho! Yeah, you what was that guy doing? Sleep. Ho, ho, ho! I have no ho, idea. Ho, ho, ho! If you're thinking of leaving, Santa, let me remind you. Once you hit that nuclear curtain, there won't even be a whisker left. Ho, ho, ho! Hey, Santa, be careful! So what are you going to do with us? You're going to stand trial before the council. I don't think you'll be causing any more trouble. Okay, so Droppo turned off the nuclear curtain, switched the light bulbs around so that the red, which said, oh, the curtain's on, watch out, uh, was shining even though it was off. Then he ran out. It's dumb. This whole movie's dumb. Now we're back in the shed with the main Martian leader and, and Boulder Volder. And there's a, there's just one ski in the room. Why does a Martian have a ski? Ah, well, I'll tell you why. It's there so Boulder can smack it down and then chin check the leader guy, and 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 try to escape. Oh man, knocked him oh. out. <laughs> Beat him over the head with that piece of wood. What is now, he Santa's doing a group hug with the kids. He's got a blue paintbrush in his hand and they're whispering. Now Santa's put smoking a pipe. He's smoking a doobie. And Boldar just showed up with the freeze frame gun. That's like the end of a plunger. 
I guarantee you that that's the end of a plunger. It's a, it's a toilet plunger. Cox the lever. Okay, so Borgard just got... Do when they get wet? He just got sprayed with some bubble soap and some foam balls. A kid is beating him on the butt with a paddle, with a tennis racket paddle. Santa's loving it. He just got hit with an airplane, but he's fine. A little toy airplane. Uh, Boulder, there's a... Oh, man, some marching tin soldiers are coming at him. Boulder's marching along with him for some reason. Here's a little tank toy coming up. Santa's loving it again. Santa's having the best time of his life. They're making a mess with these toys. Uh, Boulder just got shot with an actual bow and arrow. <laughs> and oh, Santa's just betting, having man. the time of his life. He is Boulder is now being beaten with bats by the children. Uh, there's a very racist caricature of a Native American playing a drum for no reason. Uh, he's continuing like to be assaulted by the kids. Everyone is is just truly enjoying beating this man to death with a bat. That kid got the joy that was on his face was just incredible. I know. You know, right before this scene started, I'm Santa's not a still man, laughing. I would have, I would have bet all the money in the world that this movie couldn't have got dumber. I'd have been wrong. <laughs> and then Droppo shows up just outside of the assault of Boulder. They're beating that man to death with baseball bats, and Santa's laughing. What? Fighting, you say? So the henchman just said, wait a minute, I'm going to see who Boldar is fighting. He's standing outside in the hallway as the assault is taking place. Who do you think he's fighting? He's been Why is the henchman not in there minutes. helping? I mean, you're the goon. You should be in there taking the punches for him. Uh-oh. Oh, good. The leader took the plunger away. Plunger gun. The freeze frame plunger gun. Point is it right at the henchman. Boldar is still continually being assaulted by these children. It, it's a real mess down here, Tom. It's a real mess. This man is being beaten to dead uh, or to death. They look like little Antifa members. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, everything stopped. Everything calmed down. Boldar has been taken into custody, and Tifa has won the day. They beat him with baseball bats. Everyone's having a great time. Drop-off just came in. Santa is just having the time of his life. He's hugging Drop-off. Oh, and Santa just made Drop-off the Santa. Who didn't see that coming? I didn't until like 10 minutes ago. Okay, now the mom's saying goodbye. They're still touching foreheads. It's real weird. Papa, I know when I left the farm, you said I was never going to make it on the silver screen. But look at me now. I'm painted green and touching foreheads with children. I've made it, Papa. You don't have to worry about your little girl anymore. She's a star. <laughs> like, Mom, I'm going to be in a movie. What's it called? Uh... But nothing, I was just kidding. <laughs> no. Well, in the 90s, uh, we're going to try and come and visit you guys for the 4th of July. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> that was an Independence Day reference. And yours, the very best of everything. Oh!
Christmas here. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Oh, you forgot. Wait. <laughs> oh, yes. No pills. Look. Look at No pills. <laughs> okay, so Drabo just came in with a balloon for a belly, and the leader popped it because he's cruel. We can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Shall we get going? Yay! Goodbye, dear friend. Goodbye, my dear friend. Hold on a second. Are the Martians... The Martians aren't going to drop them off on Earth? Taking the ship themselves? They're just giving Santa a spaceship and waving goodbye. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Go. Satan... The toilet or Satan... <laughs> How's that thing able to fly? <laughs> they They're gave... not going to make it back anytime soon at that rate. <laughs> Look at all them stars they passed between Mars and Earth again. Um, That's true. We must be going light years and light years. Holy um, cow, that was crap. Can you imagine after that. how many wives or kids talked their either husband or fathers into watching this movie and then just got an absolute beating when they got to the end of it? Well, poor, poor <laughs> Billy, Tom, and Betty are going to get beaten. They spent the last week on Mars. Is that supposed to be Earth? What is that? <laughs> there was the just the original a... audience of uh, you know walking out of the theater in this movie. Just like see what they thought about it. What? Germer, Momar, Hargo, Rigna. It doesn't matter. Chokum, they... Winky, Stobo, Shem, Lomas. Of course, the TV announcer, Lynn Thurman. Ah, uh, good old Lynn. Oh, now we have a sing-along, guys. Soon you'll hear ho, ho, ho. On Christmas Day, you'll wake up and say, Hooray for Santa Claus. Come on, sing with me. It's Christmas. A-N-T-A-C-L-A-U-S. Hooray for Santa Claus. S-A-N-T-A-C-L-A-U-S Hooray for Santa Claus Come on, Scott Hooray for Santa Claus I think they got their dip song Hooray for Santa Claus (laughs) (laughs) Wow Oh, good. Hey guys, I gotta be honest with you I would recommend that people go watch this movie (laughs) Here's why This is horrible This is a horrible movie it's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb clear through. Yeah. You can't get the full effect unless you go watch it. Yeah. Listeners, you need to get this movie. You can watch it for free Do on Facebook. You need the full effect. Oh. Um, this is the point now where you guys go, Scott, you're an idiot. Okay. All righty. For Rotten or Righteous, I am Old Argyler. I'm Dumber Snitchel Judge. And I'm Warner Von Braun Taylor. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> uh, before we go, a coach walks into the locker room before our game, and he looks over his star player and says, I'm not supposed to let you play since you failed math, but man, we need you in there. So what I have to do is ask you a math question, and if you get it right, you can play. And the player agrees, and the coach looks into his eyes intently and asks, okay now, son, concentrate. What's two plus two? The football player crosses his eyes and thinks real hard and goes, uh, uh, a four? And the coach goes, come on, did you say four?
And all the other players are like, oh, come on, coach, give him another chance. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, that's a good one. <laughs>